Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. As this podcast is downloaded, it's a Monday morning. And we're getting closer. I know this is sad. This is bad. It was so humid at the end of last week. Yeah. Counting down to the longest days of the year so it can start getting shorter and it can get cooler and Not get towards after. phase. No, we yeah. haven't even hit the longest day of the year yet. June 26th. I know. Get, 20th. We're counting down to whatever. By the 26th, <laughs> it'll be short. It'll be short. It'll be shortening. Not much. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Why? I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for fall already. Oh I can't handle God, this heat. We have this argument every year. Can't handle the heat. And I can't handle the heat. Get over it. I can't. Oh my God. It's miserable. The heat, it's humidity, awesome. the humidity is miserable. I I'm, could not be happier. It's dumb. <laughs> but anyway, it's Pat and JT is what it is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, we're glad you listen to our, our podcast. And when you do, um, mm-hmm. we appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, review, and then share with your friends. We're fi- Every day, we're getting messages from people saying, hey, just found your podcast. Started all over from whatever, episode one. And this is episode, what, 112. Yeah. Episode 112. So you got a lot to listen to and that's awesome. So thank you for finding us. All right. So um, uh, first we have a little housekeeping. So whenever you have a question about a a past episode, feel free to to jump in. Somebody, as a matter of fact, threw something out there and I can't find it for them. They were listening to an episode and they can't remember what episode it was where we were talking uh, about a website that helps you figure out how to cut the cord Mm -hmm. completely and what services would be best for you to do that. Um, I did it probably, what, a couple years ago, I think it was, a couple, three years ago. Uh, I haven't missed it, but everything's cool. It's all, but I have Hulu, so you still get local television if you you know, if you know so so desire. Yeah. Um, but I do want the networks because there are some TV shows I like to watch. Um, and I use Philo and Roku, right? So I'm, I'm covered as far as I'm concerned. I got yeah. more than enough to watch. But I get it because I understand that anxiety, right? When you get ready to do it, you're like, oh, I miss everything. Yeah. But what you if don't. I miss it? You won't. And even if you do find out you are, you can always jump back in because you know what? They'll usually give you a deal to come back. Right. So but you never, you, I, I don't know. I know, f- I mean, probably more than this, more than 10 people now that have cut the cord and not one of them has told me they've gone back to DirecTV or wherever dish. They've all been, because you find, because you cut out the fat, like you don't realize you're, you're really not watching that much. You're sitting and watching just dumb TV. Sitting and waiting. Right. Wasting time for shows to yeah. come on. So you just, yeah, cuts the fat so out. So it's, it's awesome. But, um, so if anybody knows what that website was that we talked about, I cannot find it now and I can't find the episode. She doesn't know what number it was. Okay. Anyway, another piece. We had the possum debate about whether it's yeah. possum or opossum. And somebody had written in about possum, opossum, and send, and send in some information and some, you know, tools to use. You yeah. get comfortable over there? Like, yeah, Sorry, I'm just it's okay. a little just, wedgie. I know. Well, we saw you the other day on a video. And I don't know if we, we haven't posted that yet. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, we're getting ready to start doing videos more often. And um, still got about seven LBs to lose them <laughs> for being real. It's all about the lighting. Man. That's right. That's okay. right. <laughs> Far away corner from the studio shots. No lighting. Done. But Pat was could see himself on the monitor. And all of a sudden he realized how much he moves around all the time. 
He's like, because I don't have as much to you're play probably with just here. Like you were when you were in second grade. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm sure. It's like squirm, 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 constantly moving around. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to seeing it. Yeah, well, good. It just happens. I'm glad. Anyway, possum, opossum, they're two different animals. Yeah, I didn't know that. I did not know <laughs> that at all. Opossums live in North America. Possums are from Australia. Opossums and possums are both marsupials. Otherwise, then other than that, they're not even related. That's weird. Not at all. And uh, the spelling, they think possibly the reason why the spellings are so similar is that the Australian one was named after the one in North America because they look similar. Have you ever seen the pictures? You've probably seen the memes floating around about possums or so. They do this. And I even talked about the, yeah, the, the, ticks. the, the tick thing and they're yeah. groomers and all that. Well, you know what? The picture they showed you, that was a possum from Australia. They're adorable. Yeah. They have little round button noses. They look like they're smiling. They have little cartoon so feet. So it's fake news. And no, it's real, just in Australia. Right, fake news that it's here. The opossums that live here. Yeah, the devil. There you go. So yeah. now we've got that straight out. So there are two different animals. Nothing cute about an opossum. So they are opossums, but calling them both is acceptable. Either way, okay. uh, they, they say the Australians might get confused. But okay. around here, we're fine. There aren't any Australians around here, so. Okay, so that's my housekeeping. Anything you need okay. to clear up or, or get to I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't. I, did I have anything written down? I don't, I don't know I if you had anything need, in particular. I don't think I had anything that I needed to. I don't remember to address. I don't think so. No. I've got a couple things for you. Okay, let's dive in. Um, first one was a story that came out last week when the Omaha police responded to a call, and this was around seventieth uh, and Pratt. And okay. apparently somebody had a huge snake in their oh. yard. It was a ball python. Yeah, I saw the pictures on Facebook last week when it hit. That's that's <gasps> nuts. <laughs> now, Mark Langan, he's a friend. We should get him in sometime soon. Yeah. He's with the Humane Society. Uh, he does field operations for the Humane Society. Great guy and uh, a great writer as well. Yes. Um, uh, Catching Bad Guys is the name of his, um, he's his a cop. book. Yeah, his book. And he's a and great storyteller. Good cop. Love him. Yes, we should get him in soon. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, if it wasn't a good cop, it'd have been called. Dang it! <laughs> Still missing bad guys. The one that got away, yeah, or, or all of them missed got it away, again, whatever, or whatever. Yeah. So missed busting, it by that much. Busting bad guys, whatever. Busting it's something like the bad guys. We'll, we'll get it, it figured out right. Um, anyway, uh, he did say that ball pythons didn't know this. They're not venomous. They're a very popular pet. I did know that because Bennett had his corn snake for a while, and we researched heavily. Is nothing like a ball. But python. we researched the ball python. <laughs> that's so funny that you end up with the, py- I know. With the corn snake. I, that's the only reason why I know. I've, I'd never heard of a ball python before he started researching that, and that was that lost out to the corn snake, the ball python. The ball wow. lost out. Yeah, and I'm not. And sca- I'm not scared of snakes at all. Like I think snakes are cool. Uh, um, love the corn snake. Would have had a ball python. Whatever. How long did you guys have that corn snake? For like three, two years. Two or three years. Yeah, he was cute. Corn. Uh, can I say corn cob? His name wasn't corn cob. It was uh, gumball. Gum. Because if you if you have a corn snake and even corn cob, that is weak. That's a pretty pretty husker thing to pretty do. Right, it is. <laughs> corn cob and ditch weed are two bar two corn snakes. What? Those would be great names. Yeah, actually. I like it. <laughs> Sounds like a cartoon. Ditchweed, yes, get right. over here! Come on, <laughs> don't get out of here, Ditchweed. <laughs> so like bad. That. Okay. Anyway, they said though uh, a lot of they get a lot of snake calls, and uh, most of the times they're they're pets, and either they escaped or somebody dumped them. Yeah, which I hate hearing about that. But uh, they did say that some incidences that they, that they've had incidences, some problems episodes. Yeah. Uh, a rogue snake apparently caused a power outage and then one slithered through a vent system 
in an apartment of an unsuspecting neighbor. Well, that'll if, you, if you're that unsuspecting neighbor, man, that will freak. <gasps> scared of snakes or not, that'll freak you out. <laughs> no, thank you. But anyway, that snake is being taken care of at the Humane Society. So I'm not sure if they're trying to find the owner. I bet it got out because because those things won't live through the winter. So it wasn't. It wouldn't be something that like it, it's been yeah. living here and growing up here. So it must have gotten out since the cold because those Maybe. things have to lay in the on a warming rock yeah. to stay alive. So it wouldn't have lived in the winter here. Could be that somebody had him outside. And they lost control. Right, which you don't need to walk a snake <laughs> or take your snake out. These people that go to festivals, uh, okay. people at the Renaissance Here Festival, not, not, I'm not talking about you guys because you, ha- you have to have a snake mm. to go to the Renaissance Festival. The people that walk around <laughs> in the old market and they're carrying a snake... No, come on, man. No, I'm not a fan, and, I, and I'll probably be a bah humbug on this, but I'm not a fan of taking your animals to any of the festivals. Dogs, uh, to... The markets, right? Just leave them home. And the reason, my biggest problem is how hot the concrete or the mm-hmm. pavement is, or the for black sure. top. Because if you can't stand on it barefoot, they can't stand on it barefoot. And I've seen dogs; they were they were hurting, but their owners weren't paying attention. Yeah, and you they get, get, and you, they, you know, it's just it dry, it, they it think, makes oh, me they want to be here. They're so wagging their tail when I leave. It's like He's they don't so know where happy. you're going. Number one, and He's they're going to go to sleep the minute you're gone. Right, lick himself and go to sleep. But especially, don't take your just having a don't snake. Take your snake. <laughs> And that's not even a, a humane thing. That's just, come on, dude. Help help yourself a little yeah, bit. Right. You want to be a little more approachable. Right. Just, I mean, even though Pat's not afraid of the snakes. I, but I'm not, I'm probably not in like your wheelhouse of who you want to come up to you. <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to attract anyone that you may want to be romantically involved. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody for everybody. Well, so that's true. So you weren't the uh, demo. No, I'm not. <laughs> just going to say, not. you're not the demo. Neither am I. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to continue on with critter news okay. uh, this morning. So we go from possums to snakes. This is pretty big news. The FBI released some documents last week or in the last 10 days um, concerning the investigation into Bigfoot. Oh, I saw this was going to happen, but I have not looked into it at all. Mm, the records go back to 76, 77. And... Apparently at that time, there were some tissue and hair samples that were sent in and there is a Bigfoot center, which I think is now closed, but it's in Oregon, Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition. Okay. So the director there, Peter, he sent this stuff in in August of 76, urging the agency to test the samples of 15 hairs that were attached to a little bit of skin. And... So it says, will you kindly set the record straight once and for all? Inform us if uh, inform us if the FBI has examined the hair, which might be that of a Bigfoot. Please understand our research here is serious, and this is a serious question that needs answering. I know some of you scoff. I think, but if we're just if we're just doing do. doing tests and we're studying it, I, I'm all about doing tests. If there's a weird hair or a weird skin or something found, let's test it, rule it out, right, and we're done. And this continues to this day, as you know. There's a huge festival that goes on. Well, I don't call it a festival. I'd say it's probably more like a convention that goes on in Hastings, and it is now. It was a one day thing, like a half day yeah. deal, where they invited people and they had some speakers, and then it became a day, two day, three day deal now that goes on in Hastings. And I'm just telling you right now, it's bigger than Kool-Aid days. It's big. Well, I'm just telling you. And Kool-Aid days, that's... That's a big deal. That's Hastings. That's their yeah. jam because Kool-Aid was invented in Hastings by, I think it was Mr. Kool-Aid. Perkins. Perkins. Mr. Perkins is who did that. Edward Perkins, I think. No, that was the guy that, who was with the Mutual of Omaha. Um, no, was that, was Marlon Perk- that was Marlon Perkins. Marlon. I think it was, but it was Mr. Perkins. I okay, think. we are so... Anyway... 
<laughs> We're talking about snakes still. Kool-Aid Days is huge. And now the Bigfoot Symposium is, bigger. is huge. Yeah. And they have in speakers and people bring their evidence. It's um, pretty awesome. They compare I, stories. I want to go out there one of these years. There are a couple, three people that are local that are, they, they, they take the information, they go out and try to track Bigfoot, see if they can, you know, people have had sightings in certain places. And, and a lot of these stories, like the alien stories, right, are so similar. But like these that, have, that where they find the, I mean, there's never video, at least of UFOs, there's a lot of really good video of them, yeah. you know, from the military or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with Bigfoot, there's not. It's always sketchy, grainy video. But if they have hair yeah. and, and tissue and they're sampling it, yeah. did they... Is it like still in the process of being sampled or? No, they were deer. Oh. Sorry. Um, to jump to the, <laughs> sorry, oh. but it was deer. It was deer. But the the letters and the fact that the FBI had the Scientific and Technical Services Division, actually, there was a letter written by the guy who was the assistant director at the time, and that was in 1977. So they did take a serious look at this. Yeah. And they did write to the Academy of Applied Sciences about the FBI's findings so they could, they thought they had some conclusive, okay, then let's put this to rest. But I have a feeling that for the people that look for Bigfoot, that's just one instance. Yeah. There are so many more. And you've heard them all the way from the Appalachians to Oregon, central Nebraska, quite a few actually in central Nebraska. But uh, at this point, no, they've had nothing. Um, if it was in central Nebraska, though, of any kind, you, I mean, it's the plains, man. You'd see that thing running somewhere. <laughs> I think it stays by the river. It, I'm just going to say probably where there's a little more fish, you know, trees. Or cover, yeah, cover, probably. Something like that. There are some, you know, pretty thick areas around here that you can get hidden. Yeah. I'm just saying. But eventually you get, I mean, you eventually you get caught. You get out. You'd see something. I mean, if there's a whole family, there's at least two. Because if there's three, there there's was at least two at one too. point. There, <laughs> there are names for, and I can't remember what they are, because I remember listening to the husband and wife who organized that, the the, mm-hmm. the, the symposium in Hastings. Oh, now I got to look it up yeah. here real quick. Because it was, it's really, it's just kind of interesting. It's like the same reason that I watch, and you know, what is it, Ancient Aliens? I love that show. Yeah. Because it goes back to a time like caveman time when the drawings are on there and they look exactly the it's crazy. one that I just watched recently. And they had the, the caveman drawings and they look like they are in spacesuits, the way they're, they've drawn the, the people. Weird. And then they have some tribes where they have God, um, different dances and things that they do. And one character comes out dressed in, and it's in, made out of bamboo. And it, he's covered completely in this. And at first it looks like... Um, the Goodyear guy? What's yeah, his name? Goodyear. No. Um, Fred. G- the Goodyear blimp. No. God, what is his name? He's a, he's the white. He's like Doughboy's Doughboy's cousin. Tucker? Haven't you ever seen him? Yeah, I think it's just called the Goodyear man. Is he Goodyear? I don't know for oh, sure. On. But anyway, he looked like that. But then they said, what they were explaining is that he was dressed as if he was in an astronaut suit. And then the minute he says that, I can't see the other one He's anymore. He's the Michelin man. Michelin, good wrong, year, sorry. Wrong brand. Mm, sorry about that. But Michelin man. Is Ronald McDonald the Burger King guy? <laughs> I know the difference there. Yeah. I do know that. But anyway, I like that kind of stuff because I just have to believe that some of the stuff that we haven't seen everything that's on this planet. We know uh-huh. that. Agreed. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, there's still islands where human humans live that have never seen helicopters. Like they freak out when they see a helicopter. Or if they do see one, it's it, it probably just ruins their day. Oh, I think. On or a, very, a little more than that. I was gonna say maybe 
to underplay it well, a little bit. It may ruin their day. Or it they might may be go back kind of like when the aliens landed with the Egyptians and then they told them to build pyramids. Is that, did that, that's what happened? I'm positive. It has to. That's exactly what happened because the pyramids in Mexico are on the I same mean, line, longitude line as the ones in I Egypt. Mean, anymore. So doesn't like, that make sense? It makes sense. It totally makes sense. I'm Nobody all, can see that except them up there. I all agree. I agree with you hundred percent. That all makes sense to me. But like these, these people and Egyptians and the people on the islands mm-hmm. that nowadays there's, there are very few things that we see that were like, what the is that? Mm-hmm. Like we kind of know with the internet we have, but these people don't like, don't. They're like, I know. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Like what? Seeing something flying across the sky, I can't even. Right. Or or we, being on the island, they see these these airplanes flying way high with yeah. the contrails, and yeah. I, what are they? What in their mind do they think that is? I the gods. A, enormous, probably. Right. I just saw a show this weekend that talks about a guy in Florida. Yeah. And I'd seen this before. It, it and no doubt other people have heard of it, but he he built this entire um, garden. And it was using large pieces of rock or such. And he and it was like the same kind of technology that the Egyptians used to make their pyramids. And these were heavy, large stones. This guy was five foot tall, maybe buck 25 soaking wet. And he was waiting for his love to come over from Europe and to join him. And she never did. Well, because he's um, building a stupid rock he wall built, in He his was building this waiting himself. for him. But nobody ever saw him build it. So what? every day more would be done. So he was doing it under cover of night, but he had like a tripod type large contraption and it yeah. had this black box on the top that nobody knows what it was. There are pictures of him and the tripod thing that he said he knew the mechanics or technology that the Egyptians use in order to move those rocks. He did all of this. Is himself. he still alive? It's called, no, it's called Coral, oh, Coral, Coral Gardens. I think in Florida, I think that's it's like maybe in the Miami area. Okay. If you get a chance... Do a little Googling. If you have trouble, let me know because I'll, I'll, sh- I'll find it for you and I'll, I'll send you the link. It's fascinating because this, this little guy. That is pretty, pretty cool. I mean, he, he went all out because he was building this for her <clears throat> in honor of her. And yeah. so now you can still go down there and you can still tour it. I mean, there's got to be something to it right? because they, they, they were built somehow. They were built either. It's amazing. Uh, ar- not architecture. What's it? Not science. Uh, oh, boy. Engineering. Okay. I got I knew you were close. There. I was scrolling through all the classes I ever took. <laughs> And it didn't take, <laughs> when I got to the, when I ran out of those, I realized what are the ones I skipped? Engineering was the first one. So it's either. Did you ever take architecture? Uh, yeah. Drafting. Did you really? I took one semester of drafting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you actually draft? With, yeah. I mean with. So did you buy all the equipment and everything? No, we didn't know. We didn't oh, okay. do that. You, you weren't My that parents good. would not. Are you kidding me? Okay. If I had come home and said I wanted to draft. <laughs> Gosh. You say, here's a paper and pencil, honey. That's right. No. Go get it. Here's a ruler. Draw a straight line. <laughs> Gosh. But yes, it's got to right. be something. It's either you're amazing right. engineering or aliens or something because people just grabbing one side like two men in a truck and hauling it up there isn't happening. That's not how it happened. And this guy supposedly, he said he figured out the technology. Unfortunately, he didn't share it with anybody. Yeah. But nobody ever saw him building it at all. It's, it's a, That's it's a pretty kind of a weird. cool story. Yeah. yeah. So I like that kind of stuff. But anyway. So do I. All right. So from, uh, let's see, we got the possum, opossum, we got the python. You okay? Yeah, I just dropped my pen. That's okay. Um, we got the little Bigfoot, uh, little ancient aliens. We've got know. everything pretty much covered for a Monday. Check your text messages. Check my text messages? Yeah. Well, I got a text from my wife. She's drinking beer by the pool yeah. right now. She has a day <laughs> off. Um, uh, my text, oh, got it, yes. 
So you got a text from Verz. We got a text. From What's it say? Verz. It says, "Hey guys, you busy? My car is dead. I need jumped." Okay, I'll tell you what. While you try and get a hold of him, mm-hmm. let me just say thank you to Kugler Vision. Okay, good idea. And uh, Kugler Vision, Dr. Lance Kugler, Dr. Michael Stunts. Um, we we cannot wait because we're going to have you guys on the podcast very soon. Uh, Pat is set to go in within the next ten calendar days to get his consultation done. Yes. And have an opportunity to see this facility of yours. I've been through the whole thing. The facility is phenomenal. If you are in glasses or contacts and you're thinking about it, maybe you're a little nervous about it, totally understand. You need to go in and talk to them because they can absolutely calm your your fears and put your mind at ease. And you could be well, I guess really on the path to what could be for some a life-changing event. I mean, it's it was huge for me to get out of glasses and contacts. I know Pat did the same thing. Matt Versal, who we're going to be talking to, did the same thing. And I couldn't be happier um, and would love to at least, at least give yourself the chance to see if this is the right move for you. So you go to kuglervision.com and you click on that consultation tab, get that consultation. You'll be ready for summer because you get it done. It's just like... That once once you go in and have it done, it is it, it blows your mind how quickly you adapt. Yeah, and you're ready for action. It's true. So I I would, in my opinion, yes, highly recommend it. But go there and they'll give you the consultation. They're the doctors. They're the experts. Right. It's googlervision.com. Right. This is going to sound a little weird because it's going through my phone because I got to get a hold of Verse through my phone. That's we right. Don't go have right it ahead. All, I'm not a tech guy. So hold on. Here we go. Verse, do you need jump still? Mission accomplished. I got. It. Yeah. I got it. All right. Well, good. How you feeling today? How you feeling? I can't. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. We're we're it's like a last minute thing. So we're holding my phone literally up against the microphone. Awesome. How are you feeling after you got you got turned or you got turned? What did you tuned? Tuned. He got tuned. Yeah. I feel good. I I I have a throbbing headache this morning. I don't. Good. Um. So Jeff, I didn't. I, and I can't do a whole bunch of sugar, so I can't have any PLA, which is awesome. <laughs> but so I just knocked out a couple. Tumblers of ice water before I went to bed. Good. And yeah. Like a good. What, what was your drink of choice last night? That's uh, vodka. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah vodka. I drank a lot of vodka. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Birds. We just want an update. Craig Morgan concert at Truck Center Companies was way good, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and that three loyal fans of the JC show. What? That's nice. Well, I sat down and, you know, I'm friendly. I was like, hey, my name's Matt Verzal. They're like, are you on Pat and JT? And I was like, I am. <laughs> and a couple of guys were like, hey, we listen all the time. That's the best. Well, there you go. That's super nice. Tell them about the emoji. Oh. Pat and JT take over the world. Uh, did you know there's actually an emoji? Is it on Apple or is it on, on Android? Well, there's an an, there's a, uh, an emoji that is actually a wrench and a hammer, and a hammer like, put like, together, like crossed. Like, like, I saw that. <laughs> Yep, that's the one. Yep. You're the home of Rich Hammer Talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, we'll let you go. All right. We're glad you're better. Bye. All right. See you, dude. Bye. All right. So, if you didn't hear at the beginning, he didn't need jumped. <laughs> he did. Back to Sorry yeah. about that. But. He did, but we missed it. <laughs> we missed whatever. Dang it. That's okay. Right. So, uh, it's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Share. Share. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.